Radio hits 105. Wake me up before we play some go-go's on a $10,000 in cash party weekend. I'm Greg Barrett, Dave Anthony sitting in for the long ride. How are you, buddy? I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out or something like that. Anyway, five ago before the hour at 10 o'clock. I think we're not going to not going to do this. <laughs> so just so people know, I didn't bring the power cord, so we're racing the clock. So we don't know how much podcast we'll get. Yeah, but so no intro. Is, this is it. No intro. We'll just jump right in. Go to the music. 505. All right, so um, this is the Walk in the Room podcast. I'm Dave Anthony. That's Greg Barrett. Um, it's not a great podcast. If this is your first time listening. <laughs> yeah, if you've just jumped in, go ahead and jump out. Uh, There's sharks in the pool. I consider it half-assed. Would you? Oof, at best. When we're firing on all cylinders, this is a half-assed broadcast of uh, radio happiness. So listen, uh, this weekend I went to, uh, I thought I was uh, doing a show in Chicago. I thought I was opening for Drew Carey in Chicago. This weekend? Yeah. Last weekend. And um, then I got there, and I actually saw Patton at the Chicago airport. I was, I came out of the baggage claim like area, and he's, he's getting into a car with his wife and kid. And I go, Patton! And he doesn't do anything. And I go, Patton! And he doesn't do anything. And then it's clear that he's ignoring me because he thinks some random person is yelling Patton. Oh, my God. Or he knows it's me. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's number two. Yeah, so, I, think, I think I think that's. Uh, so I run up to him and I'm like, and I'm yelling, "Patton!" The closer I get, because now I think it's funny, because now I think that he's clearly ignoring whoever's yelling at him, just trying to get in the car really fast. Yeah. And then I touch his shoulder, and he turns around, and it's like that moment where someone's like, "Wait, what the fuck? Why are you here?" You know that moment of like yeah. where they can't quite understand what's happening, and he's like. Wait, what? And I'm like, I mean, I'm I'm opening for Drew this weekend in in at Zany's. And he goes, "Oh, awesome. Let's get lunch." And I go, uh, he goes, "Which Zany's?" And I go, "St. Charles." <laughs> and his wife goes, "You're not getting lunch cuz it's not in Chicago." No. Have you ever been there? No. It is way outside of Chicago. Here, here's what happens when you work in Chicago. If you go to Illinois, people just tell you you're in Chicago. <laughs> That's how they get you to go. And then you go to the Schomburg Improv, which is like being in San Jose and calling it San Francisco. Like you're nowhere near Chicago. The only Chicago that works is that there's some new club called Up that's downtown. No, there's, and there's a Zanies and there's downtown. Zanies right down. the yeah, and yeah. there's Zanies downtown. Yeah. There's two comedy clubs in Chicago. Right. And then there's one other one called the Comedy Something. Comedy, I, I don't know. I saw the shelf or something. Right. But there's, there's, so there's three in Chicago, but the rest of them. Well, like, the shit shank. Like there's Zany. What? <laughs> Yeah, Chicago Shit Shank, which is a comedy club. Yeah, it's a Shit Shank. It's down. It's like if if you go, it's like a it's a basement club. The Shit Shank. I don't think that's Chicago's famous Shit Shank. I don't think that's real. (laughs) I think there's a real club called the Shit Shank. I know I'm supposed to yes and (laughs) improv, but you're a fucking liar. I played there twice. Um, No, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree with that at all. (laughs) I I think you've been playing there for years. (laughs) Shit Shank. Just a shank made of shit. It's uh, it's a cute name. It's funny. Yeah. It's like a you know it's yeah. comedy. Yeah. Comedy club. Well, I did play a place called P.O. Pans once. Okay. I know In, you did. You yeah. did. I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> that place was real. So that those are the still... only three clubs I've ever played. Is that place still out there? The two shit shanks and the, the one. The P.O. Pans. No, no, no. That was in Santa Barbara. So um, they don't need comedy in Santa Barbara. No, and that wasn't even a comedy club. That no, just <laughs> no. It was a fetish club. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was for wet work. <laughs> <laughs> wet work? It was people doing wet work. Is that- yeah, they just wet themselves. <laughs> I used to pay a lot of money to get wet work done. <laughs> but that was in the 90s. Right. What's the dog barking at? I don't know. I love it, though. It gives, okay. us, it gives us the authenticity of it's being... A f- it's a little flair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so he goes, no, you're way outside of town. And I'm like, how far outside of town can it be? And then we get... And then I get picked up in the car, <coughs> and the dude is driving me, 
And when you see corn, <laughs> you know you you you're going somewhere where you shouldn't be doing now, comedy. That's true of the uh, the vegetable and the band. <laughs> if you're driving, I'm talking about the band. <laughs> I, they were just on the s- monkey. They were just on the side of the road, and I went, "Holy shit, we're passing corn!" And the drivers like, "They're out there a lot." I don't know why they haven't done. They were there's just them standing out in the field and it's, call the record fields of corn. It's weird. <laughs> so we keep driving, driving. Oh, and by the way, the the driver. Do you has, think they call their kids children of the corn? That joke's been made so many times in there. I mean, I wish it hadn't now. <laughs> That's the thing about it. Like, I wish at this moment hate, it hadn't been that, made. Do you hate that joke? I mean, I do now. Before I was... Um, You've seen him at the shit shank. Before I didn't have a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> okay, so... so um, well, the other thing is, if you see corn, you're, you're, in another, you're in a whole other state now. If I see corn? Well, well, there's corn in California. There's corn in California. You sure you weren't in Iowa? There's corn in California. Well, that's where corn is from. They're from Bakersfield. Well, corn corn isn't like no, I a know. huge I California know. crop, but right. let's not fucking throw California under the bus <laughs> in the corn world. Let's not throw it under there, the bus. We, have, we probably have dudes out we, on farms who are listening to this right now. And, oh, fuck you, man. I grow corn. <laughs> I grow corn. Yeah, okay. Corn. Um, have, is it possible that somebody could get me a piece of corn? They never say it like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll some corn. So we keep driving. And by the way, the the driver is like, "Yeah, I'm moving out to LA. I'm uh, studying film right now at uh, Columbia." If you're a new listener, we I just just in case we uh, I hope you get the point. This is as good as it gets. No, it doesn't okay, get better. Than this. So, dude says, you know, I I am uh, I'm moving out to California. I bought this car. I'm going to go out there and and drive and then try to make films. And I go, oh, cool. He goes, I just started school. I've ju- I just finished my first short. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You want to see it? What? <laughs> <laughs> and this is in the car. And then I go, sure. So he, no, no, okay, so I say, is he from Zanies? Is he like the kid that picked you up from Zanies? No, he's just a car service. But oh, he, he's, car he's service. the Zanies car. He, like they hired a car service. Okay. So when a guy says, "Do you want to see my short?" and I say yes, I'm expecting a link. Now let me. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot you an email. Now, let me ask you this. Also, if a guy says, "Let me show you your shorts," you're also expecting a link. <laughs> I don't want to see short. Do you want to see somebody's link? Do you want to see my link? No, I don't. My link sausage. I got it. <laughs> did you get? I did. Did you get it or did I? You didn't have to break it down. <laughs> Two shows Saturday night at the shit shank. <laughs> so, so then, dude hands me an iPad. Uh huh. Now, it's it's weird enough to like watch somebody's film. It's even weirder. <laughs> When you're sitting in the back of a car and the dude driving is watching you in the mirror as you watch, watch his, his movie. film. Oh my god. Now how long how long the short film is it? It was eight minutes. Okay. And <laughs> is it eight minutes seconds. that you feel <laughs> So you're and you're not gonna get that eight minutes. Thirty two milliseconds. Oh my god. Was it how how long did it feel? Well, he enjoys Quentin Tarantino. Okay. That's his favorite director. Okay. And he made a film and it was a crime uh, thing that goes wrong. Yeah. Um, really wrong. Uh-huh. And he <laughs> used, instead of getting actors, he just used friends and family. Sure. Okay. Of course. Um, well, let me ask you something. What was it called? I don't remember. Okay. And he, um, and he, he, he used... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have what is known as a sound guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't mic anybody. <laughs> so it's just people. So you get, it's just them talking in the room. Well, yeah. So it's like a documentary of a film being made. <laughs> <laughs> he shot a documentary. Of his movie. He shot a documentary of his movie. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so I shot a documentary of my movie. So what I did was I showed you what the scenes would be like. If they were shot as a film. <laughs> and then, and so I watch it and, um, you know, it's, it's standard, it's standard student film fare. Right. <laughs> and the sound is horrific. And the acting's not great because he used his friends. Right. And right. then he goes, so what'd you think? I go, oh yeah, it was cool. I like, you know, I like the nonlinear way you did it. <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, but you got notes. Be as brutal as you want. Now, yeah, 
there's no way I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Because if I do that, mm-hmm. then he floors it and he puts his seatbelt on <laughs> and we're going into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> or he just gets out and shoots himself and you got to figure out how to, how to navigate through the corn. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I mean, did you, did you, was there for a moment? Did you think, okay, no. No, no, because there was nothing you were going to say to him that was going to make a difference that he wouldn't learn anyway, right? No, he's going to learn how old the guy, and he was really young, and you know, it's it's a you know it's one a generic guys shooting each other, you know, right? Short film that was was swearing in it. Uh, yeah, there was swearing, and there were gunshots, and yeah. people getting shot in the head, and, right. and, and it, was so, there a, was there. What, was there any merit to where he put the camera? Was there any stylistic merit? Was it shot on? Was it shot on good cameras? No, because in my mind, I can only see it in VHS. I feel like it wasn't shot as well as my uh, my Shame Chamber video. I mean, my um, the birth uh, video that I made for the Shame Chamber promo. Uh, oh well, yeah, Angela but shot really good. like that looks amazing. Yeah, compared well, Angela's to, very talented. But I also think it's a better camera. Like I think that yes, overall, that's my camera. I, overall, I think I everything involved in it. it that, that was, and that, I was mic'd. That was in Barrett Vision. Whatever. Yes. I was mic'd. Yeah, like, it was all like an operation that... We're, yeah. It was put together well. Like This was the opposite. This looked like a, a bunch of dudes that were drunk and were like, hey, let's make a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are the costumes? Ah, great, great. I mean, I think, I think he just uh, asked his friends and he said, uh, just wear whatever you want. They were, it looked like the two main guys looked like they were ready to go out dancing, but in actuality, <laughs> in actuality, they were uh, criminals. What kind of dancing were they going to do? Like what kind of, like crumping? Armenian. Oh, sure. Sleeveless. <laughs> Sleeve, sleeveless bully dancing. <laughs> and by the way, the Sleeveless Bully Dancing Festival is happening in Glendale this year in September. Yeah, it's actually right. Like, stay through Podfest. <laughs> just stay through Podfest. Podfest is in October. I know. I just said September. <laughs> Do you know how calendars saying, work? Oh, you're saying, saying stay saying, after and through. Go all okay. the way around. Okay. Go all the way around. <laughs> By the way, uh, Podfest October four through six in Santa Monica. Tickets at LAPodfest.com. I'm just learning the months, guys. I'm just learning the months. Okay, so so then we get to the club. Yeah, I forgot to tip the guy because I just wanted to get out of the car so fast. Yeah, and run away. Yeah, uh, and then I get to the hotel. Now you've never been to this place. No. Okay, so. The whole time I'm driving out there, I'm like, this is too far to go. Like, it doesn't make sense that you would drive this far outside of Chicago, like past the suburbs. Now you're just in farmland. Right. And then there's a comedy club. Like, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, so this has got to be a casino, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not a casino. No. It's a resort called the Pheasant Run Resort. And there's a Zanies in it, which is the the comedy club of of Chicago, the main like chain there. And so I get there and I walk in and and it looks old. Like it looks like, hey, the 70s happened. And then we were like, let's not do anything else. <laughs> and and there is a golf wing. Not unlike the band Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Some of them died. <laughs> That's true. Well, I'm saying. They did do something. Else. So. So there's a there's a room. There's just a thing called the golf wing. And it's just like a place for golfers it's like, it has a very Caddyshack feel. It's like golfers are supposed to go in there and hang out. Like Got it's it. like nice chairs and stuff, but th- that's it. Like you're just supposed to go talk about your golf situation. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then I walk to my room and there's an indoor outdoor pool. You know, one of those pools you can swim under and then yeah. you're outside and then yeah, you yeah. swim. I'm inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you keep doing that yeah. until uh, one of the boys drowns. Right. And then. I'll keep Posehn entertained for hours. <laughs> Hossein would absolutely love that. He's a moron. He's a, I love him though. So I go up to my room and there's no, like there's no anything. There's no water. You know, most hotels now bottle of water for $5. There's no bottles of water. There's no nothing. It's just a room. There's uh-huh. nothing in the room. Right. And I look out the window and it's just, it's just, there's fucking nothing. <laughs> it's there. I'm in the middle of nowhere and I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? How are we doing four shows here? Four. Four over shows. Over what? Over, over two days? Yeah. Eight and tens. Uh, um, yeah, eight, the first one was eight and ten. Then the other one was seven thirty and nine thirty. Okay, as yeah. you would do. Sure, right. You know, make them all weird. <laughs> make them all different times. <laughs> I'm doing a nine fifteen and eleven fourteen. 
Um, so, so I get this thing and I read about it. And so this place is called pheasant run and this dude just decided Colonel Baker Mm -hmm. bought the land and just decided to make a resort. So back in the day in the fifties and sixties, it was like a destination for people from Chicago who were like, Hey man, let's go see the indoor outdoor pool. It was the first one in America and let's golf and let's go see some shows because they had like musical theater there like it was like a thing like a dinner like a like dinner theater yeah which still happens there by the way there was dinner theater happening while you guys were there while we were there oh that's gotta be that that acting gig has gotta just be right at the top of your resume they have a so i was in pheasant runs uh production of man of la mancha (laughs) but because it happened at dinner we called it man of la mancha and uh it was was a sort of we was sort of a food I did. Don Quixote looks for a snack. I did a three consecutive weekend run of cabaret. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. yeah what's yeah. that? Pretty fantastic because people out in the middle of nowhere really enjoy that. Well, that's what they like. I mean, the thing is, is like if you're in the middle, in the middle of nowhere, like a small town, now, what you enjoy you still, is quality, opening quality these quality musical theater. Right. Now, you're still opening these shows, right? I'm still opening, yeah. So you basically have time to do... Your birth bit, yeah. Basically, I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing like two bits, like two bits, two bits. Okay. Uh, and the audience is not down with like the. I go up there and do a joke, and and a woman made a face. An old so there's old women. So in the is audience. there is it an actual club? Does it look like a comedy? Club? Yeah, yeah, it's a comedy club, but it's it's in a hollowed out barn. Like so, there was a barn uh-huh. on Colonel Baker on this farm that Colonel Baker took over. Yeah. And they and they hollowed out the barn and made it so below there's a, a stage for a musical theater and then on the top half the barn is a comedy club. Great. And so it's like so it's a long so wait so it's like a so long. So you barn. are doing comedy in the hayloft, <laughs> basically. Okay. <laughs> of the barn, is that right? Do I know my farmer? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. No, you got it. You yeah. nailed it. Right. So there is a woman when I first the first night I get up there, <clears throat> and again now these are people, this audience is full of people who go to a resort that has n- not nothing except a golf course. But it's not like it, like they got insulted the first night because I went up there and I said, this place is like a casino without the casino. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and everyone was like, Oh, oh, well, we paid to come here. And I want to be like, yes, but you're but stupid. If you, that's, that's a good joke. That's funny. Like they, <laughs> so they were really, that's a really good joke. So I can't remember. I'm going to start saying that. You should. I'm going to take it. Okay. I just use it about every room that I'm in. But there's a woman. So there's this old woman and I went up and I remember I swore. One of the first things I did was swear. And she didn't just grimace, but like her face just like did it cave in, crunched up like her forehead touched her chin, like, yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> like just shut everything yeah. down and made like this yeah, yeah, yeah. pucker. And I was like, "Fuck, here we go." Have you ever see? It's like a woman's face turned into a sea anemone. <laughs> <laughs> it just she just sea anemone. She just sea anemone. Her face. She tried to she actually tried to sink herself. And then that she, was her fa- sh- and no. she shook her head. Well, that was her face protecting her from the sound of your bile. <laughs> it's no just protection. a natural instinct. There's no protection from that. No, I know. That's the thing, but it tried. <laughs> so The gazelle tries to get away from the lion. It does, but it doesn't, does it? No. Because the lion can run and pounce. Yeah. And then the lion eats it. Yeah. And brings it to its baby. Yeah, it just rips it and rips it. And, and tears it apart, apart yeah. and chews on it. It eats the good parts first. So that's what I did to the old lady. So she was upset. So this place has a, I, I don't know what's happening because when you get off the elevators to go into the comedy club, you have to walk through a replica of Bourbon Street, New Orleans. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so whoever built this place <laughs> was like, what's really, what's really, what should we have here that'll really bring people in? And so they just recreate. <laughs> so it looks like New Orleans. The kind of the kind it's the kind of thing that you walk through and go, "Why in the fuck is this here?" <laughs> like there's nothing about it that makes you go, "Sure, this is cool." It's just this bizarre. It just looks kind of like New Orleans, but it's yeah. a hallway, so it doesn't. <laughs> and it's just it looks, painted that it looks way. Kind of like 
<laughs> but it's a hallway, so it doesn't. <laughs> First of all, I think the people of Louisiana and New Orleans are happy to know. <laughs> and then I read, and I read about why they. So I, I had to read the. I had to read the, what the fuck was happening. So they had a a little history of Pheasant Run Resort, and it says. Uh, including a replica of New Orleans Bourbon Street, which features a variety of unique shops and entertainment venues. So that's it. So that's... They just made it... They just made a New Orleans Street in the, the uh, so, fucking farmland in, in Illinois. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe the contractor said, what's your favorite street? You know what I want? You know what? Here's the deal. I'm building a resort <laughs> in the middle of Illinois, <laughs> and I want people, when they walk through, to be reminded of the smell of vomit and urine. <laughs> now, how can I do that? And, and old blues. I would love to... <laughs> I would love to remind people that they're not on vacation in a better state. (laughs) (laughs) That their money could only get them as far as here. Look, hey, come on, come on down to our look where you could have gone hall. Now, who's was Brendan featuring? No, um, Ryan Hamilton was featuring featuring. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. And he's from New York. Yeah. He's uh, I know Ryan. Okay, so and then and so Ryan, how, how did how did Ryan do? Ryan did great. Ryan's very clean. Ryan's like perfect for the yeah, audience. He's a very Ryan. clean, funny guy. So a woman walks up to Ryan after one of the shows. And I don't know what he said on stage, but Ryan talks a little bit about how he looks. And he looks like a guy from the 50s. Like, yeah, he's got a big smile. He's a yeah. nice looking kid. Yep. Funny guy. <clears throat> this woman walks up and says, it's your heart. And I'm like, what? Your heart is more important than your face. And then she walks away. She says that to Ryan. Ryan. As if she said something that isn't horrifically offensive. <laughs> as if she's complimented him. Uh-huh. As, as if to say, hey, you look crazy, but on the inside, you're great. Like, it's something you would say to a burn victim. Right. Not a human being. Right. And he's a nice looking guy. He he's fine. He doesn't look fucking. He's just a fucking guy. That looks like he lo- he does have an older look to him. Like he's like from the fifties. But there's nothing about him that you walk up and go, dude. You're gonna get through this. Inside <laughs> of you is a burning happiness that's gonna come out, and people are gonna look past First what off. you are ha- what First you have off. going on, your skin and all that. First off, I just want to say that what's inside of me is a burning happiness. <laughs> just a burning happiness. <clears throat> so. On, so so Bachman Turner, not Overdrive, <laughs> were there uh-huh. in, in town doing shows, or one show. So they call themselves Bachman Turner. <clears throat> yeah, they're not Overdrive anymore. Wait, so is that just acoustic? I think you get old and you just can't get the engine going. <laughs> that like you just stop. Uh-huh. I mean, at some point you stop with the Overdrive and you're like, look, we're older. We just want to sleep a lot. We. <laughs> that's why I went and saw Leonard Skin. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just a lot of skin. Just a lot of old people's skin. <laughs> you know, bad companies just called bad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're there, and then they some of them came to one show on Friday night, and then I get a text from Drew. Hey, we're gonna go have lunch with Bachman Turner, the band. Oh wow! So I'm like, okay. So we had lunch with Bachman Turner, and and the rest of the guys. Now, how do they look? Well, they're old dudes now. Yeah. But super cool. And they've lived a fucking crazy life. You know, they're talking about Pete Townsend and all this other shit. Yeah. And that was very cool. But <clears throat> but there were also a couple younger guys with the band, right? Like the te- one of the tech guys was young. One of the other guys was young. Yeah. And one guy, I don't know what he was, but I know he wasn't one of the musicians. He, I want to say, you know, he might have been the light guy or the sound guy or whatever. Tour manager? He walks in, maybe tour manager. <clears throat> And he looks at me and he goes, the MC. <laughs> and then points at me and then turns and walks away. What? The MC. <laughs> Screams it, not like quietly. <laughs> and then he looks at Ryan and he goes, support. And then he's done with his 
interaction with us. Then he goes, sits down next to Drew. You would think someone in show business <laughs> would not do that. That's so support. Yeah. The MC. Yeah. That's just how you greet people. I Well, I like to greet people by rank. By comedy rank. <laughs> I greet people by comedy rank all the time. Or, and even people that I don't, I just, here's what, I, I sort of give people their comedy rank yeah. if they were comedians. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Hey, theaters! Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say to Louie. What's happening, open mic? What's up, theaters? How you doing? How you doing, terminal open yeah. mic? Hey, bar guy. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Hang on, guess that. Um, so anyway, uh, so that was cool meeting those guys, right? I yeah, mean, sure. they had a couple of fucking huge, huge hits. Yeah. Um, and, you know, two shows went good. Two shows, one show was bad. One show was eh. Uh, Did Drew do well at all of them? Yeah, Drew does well. I mean, I think that here, so here, this is fascinating. So, so the MC thing, I'm just not good at. It's just a weird thing to do right. at this point. But I'm getting paid gobs of money, so I'm going to do it. But on the on the this the first show Friday, I went up and said, "You guys are getting three headliners for the pi- price of one ticket." And then I went into my act, and I fucking killed. So, I think that there's an expectation from the audience that you're just going to suck, right? And I also think if they see an older guy up there doing it, they feel sorry for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. not like a young kid. It's like, right. an, it's like a guy. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. But if you go up there and go, we're all headliners and we're, and two of us are opening for the drew, then it changed the dynamic. Right. That's I, interesting. So is that how you're going to do it from here on out? Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm going to Jacksonville this week. So by the time you hear this, I will have finished my Jackson. No, next weekend. No. The 12th, <clears throat> 11th, 12th, I'll be in Jacksonville with drew. And then the week after that, I'm in Austin cap city for thursday and friday yeah i'm gonna try that and see if it makes a difference because they don't enjoy me they they you can walk up there and they're and do your material and they're like no you're the opener guy it's really weird when i go out i generally say i'm an opener that goes too long (laughs) that's how i headline just prepare yourself for an opener that goes too long you're one of the few guys that don't have to say that they can (laughs) Just when I grab the mic, when I fumble for the mic. So anyway, that was my, uh, oh, so on fucking, on Friday night, I leave the club and I go up to my room and I got it. So the water smells like flaming assholes. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's one of those places you're like, you shouldn't be drinking this water. You know, when you take a, when you take a shower, you're like, whoa, that's a weird odor. Are you guys fracking if, in the if golf If water course? tastes baked or brackish, spit it out. Well, if it tastes like paint. Right. Well, if you can smell, I feel like if you can smell your water, you just don't drink it. If your water has a smell of any kind, even if it's raspberry, don't. Don't have at it? Well, if it's come out of a, yeah, if it's come out of a faucet and you're not at Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and it has a smell of any kind. Some guy got attacked by Oompa Loompas. What? In England, a guy got attacked by three dudes who were dressed up like Oompa Loompas. That's going to suck. That's amazing. But that's also what they do in, in uh, La Lucha Vavum. Like, that's just Mexican wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but it's English. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what Mexi- that's Mexican wrestling. That guy got Mexican wrestling to the ground. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so I, I go to my room to get fucking water. And the, the water's horrible. And then there's no bottle of water. So I'm like, oh, I'll go buy some. Now, there's no store open. So I go, I'll just go to a vending machine. There wasn't one vending machine in the entire building that had water in it. Right, because who's going to drive out there and make a delivery? Because there's soda, but what the fuck? Because it, it's people, that, these are people that don't ever think, hey, I would like some water. No. That's the clientele. No. You can actually get a steak in a vending machine out there, but you cannot get a water. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get a water, but instead I got a porterhouse. <clears throat> Which one of these buttons is for fries? <laughs> For fries, we'll be right back. Yeah, we we're still we still got time. I think we're gonna pull this off. All right. I don't know. 
So what I would say is get it up. I'm gonna go see Despicable Me today. Can you move closer to the? I'm gonna go see Despicable Me today with the kids. Yep. Um, two, you mean? You're not. Gonna I'm excited. I, I liked one. I never saw it. Oh, we've been watching Shark Tank. What you is that? Shark Tank? Is that about sharks? Oh fuck! Not even kinda. It's the thing that's on ABC. I just got turned on to it. I've never seen it before. I thought it was about sharks, and I'm not interested. It's uh, people come and they present their businesses to five investors, and um, oh, I've seen uh, I've seen bits of that. It's fucking awesome. You learn so much about business so quickly. It's really great, and they're brutal with these people, no matter how nice and charming they are. But sometimes they're not, and they fucking invest in these people. And then some of these inventions are great. I saw a girl who, and I only saw like three. What's minutes. the guy that owns the Mavericks? Uh, Cuban, Mark yeah, Cuban. Yeah, he's fucking great. Such a good guy. So I saw a girl who came in there and she had made s'more muffins. Yes, yes, muffins. <laughs> she makes muffins. <laughs> and she said, you're going to want s'more muffins. And they fucking eviscerated her. Of course. They took her down. Because it's just a flavored muffin. You yeah. can't just make one kind of muffin. You had to Who pay. the fuck? Your business is not one kind of muffin. <laughs> that <laughs> and you could buy a box of them for like fifty dollars they were insane they were and they kept she kept saying they're great and one person goes these don't even taste good i'm sorry no it's really good like they're it's the guy that created fubu um and then sometimes there's a woman who is on like there's a real estate mogul woman who made billions of dollars mm-hmm. there's a couple other guys i don't know and one guy they call mr wonderful i don't know who he is but he he had bought some internet companies and shit but they're all billionaires but they are hilarious it's a it's fucking great yeah, I'm eating them like nuts, bro. What about smor- I'm what thinking about, about taking Angelo there and putting a store. Get what get about people to in muffins? In, are you uh, gonna buy some smuffins? No smanks. <laughs> what if you just what if what if that what if you're so broaden it out, make it bigger because smuffins is too small. Put s'mores and everything. Right? They had there was a woman. That, like, it's good. It's 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 it, there was a woman who smakes. Uh, smakes. It's a s'more cake. Um, I don't want. So, I don't want some <laughs> s'more cheese. Smeatloaf. Oh my god! Smeat. Oh First off, sandwich. No, sandwich <laughs> is happening. <laughs> Do you guys like sandwiches? Do you like s'mores? What about if you had a sandwich that tasted like s'mores? What, about <gasps> what if you had like pastrami, cheese, marshmallow, <laughs> graham cracker, and chocolate? Smam. <laughs> s'more and ham. How about Smapam, which is spam? It's some more spam. Okay, let's get off this now. Let's go to your Smetis. let's go to your story. We, we squeezed it. <laughs> well, my thing does have to do with uh, reality television. Do we want to do we want to say anything about the store? Is there anything to buy? There's a new there's a new pod cuddle up. Uh, there's a brand new um, there's a vintage yeah there's a li- brand new live cuddle of us back in New York with Julie Klausner who, who was. Uh, Holy shit, is she fucking funny. Fuck, she's great. Like, and you can't even believe how... F- I, I was standing on stage sometimes just watching her because she was so fucking funny. I was like, I don't need to do anything. And here's like what's that. so great about it. We had we had only spoken to her before the show. We yeah. did not know her at, at all. all. And she was fucking great. And yeah. uh, and a really nice person, too. And apparently she's got a very popular f- podcast. I don't know. We don't. She doesn't need our help, but... Uh, but check her out. Kevin Sesha. It's called also, How Was Your Work? Old, How was your old friend of ours, Kevin Sesha, who wrote a book called... Uh, how to beat up Tom Hanks. Yeah, good guy. <clears throat> really good guy. Solid, and, funny. Uh, good book. You should buy it. Um, so we're, that's now for sale uh, at a store. There's a there's a Rainy Monarchs lady shirt that uh, we've we uh, that we had and then just never told people about. It's just um, and it's on sale. It's just nipples uh, where the where your nipples would be. There's just uh, here's what eyes. it is. It's it's actually not a shirt. It's a sticker. But if we're just selling it as a shirt. <laughs> So you just actually buy two stickers. You buy two Raining Monarch stickers, put them on your uh, put them on your lady parts. Take a photo. I come out of a box them. and I lick your cleavage and then I wink and that's your shirt. Right, and we say, "How about that, bro?" Um, so Big Brother's still on television. Yeah. Which I had no fucking idea. I didn't. I've only. I've never. I've. I've seen like snips, snippets of it, but I've never watched an episode or a season. I can't believe. Did you ever watch a season? No. It's. It's, it's just. They just take horrible people. And Bad put them people. In a house. Like it's. It's. They take. The, they take like just bums almost. They, it's right. It's just like tr- trash. It should be called trash in a house. 
Our house trash. House trash. Or garbage people. Why aren't we doing garbage house people trash? in the building? <laughs> oh my god. We just made three series. <laughs> garbage people in a building is gonna be our web series. <laughs> garbage people <laughs> Brought to you by brought to you by Smeatloaf. <laughs> brought to you by the good people at Smeatloaf. Garbage people in a building. <laughs> oh my god, garbage people in the building. Brought to you by Smalsa. S'more Salsa. Um, so season 15 of Big Brother. Season fucking 15. Where has the time gone, friend? I didn't even know. When I saw it was on the air, I was like, really? This is still happening? Mm-hmm. So, it, like, I guess it just premiered. Okay. And the the people are horrible. So much so that there was a big story. About uh, how horrible the people were? About how horrible the people are. And so I'm reading it, and it says... The behavior includes racism, mm-hmm. sexism, right. and homophobia. Great. Which is like a just put that in the house. You know what I mean? And smoke who it. Put that in your house and smoke it. Who doesn't want to watch that? First off, uh, it's called smoracism. <laughs> it's s'mores and racism. <laughs> Do you want some more racism? Would you like s'mores-ism. some homophobia? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then it says, so I'm reading this article today about it, and then it says... And it hasn't even made it to the small screen yet. Instead, live feed viewers who pay a subscription to see the events in the house as they happen on the website. So there are, and I hope I'm using this word correctly, fucking assholes (laughs) who pay extra money to get premium content of fucks in a house. Well, it's premium racism. <laughs> so you, you get, or premium homophobia, you can buy the whole oh package. It's sort of like the Major League Baseball package where you can differently yeah. upgrade. Yeah. No, I actually think, I, I would like, I, I might be like wrong, five, but I think, I, I think like they, five, five sayings. I think they have, I think they have cameras in like the, in the bedrooms and the bathrooms Oh, so people too. are, they're watching people fuck. Well, yeah, there's also be... just, there's just watch a dump too, which is just, uh, watch, just a, watch dump a, a, dump. <laughs> a dump is a different show. It's a different show. We have to start our own network, dude. We're coming up with stuff fast. Uh, Watch a dump is actually going to be on the Playboy channel. (laughs) Dump club. Dump (laughs) Dump club.com. And go to punch. Dump truck. It's not the truck you grew up with. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's why. Here we are. Hey, new listener. Welcome to the basement. (laughs) When were you going to get to the shit shack? We're right here, shit shank. Hey, Shit Shank, come to the Shit Shack and listen to us talk about Dump Truck. <laughs> it's not the Dump Truck you grew up with. Dump Truck. Oh, my God. What's wrong with us? I don't know. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> all right, so they pay. So Do we those, have a network called people, Scat Planet? What? <laughs> Scat Planet. Scats and S'mores, also called S'mores. Um, my dog's letting her, letting her talk So these in. people are watching it, and then a bunch of those people took the clips and uploaded them to the YouTube they've been taking down. But the offenses included frequent use of the N-word. That's neat. Isn't that great? Yep. Gay slurs yep. by more than one contestant. Great. Some of those shocking moments come so far have come from what's being what's uh, shaping up to be this season's Mean Girls. So there's two Mean Girls, one of them named Zimmerman. What's going on, Zimmerman's? Zimmerman's. Zimmerman's, Zimmerman's got to pull doing? it together. You guys, you got as a clan issue, not pulling it together. Wow. Um, both Greece. with a name like Zimmerman, it's got to be racist. <laughs> You're watching Dump Truck. <laughs> uh, so these two girls <coughs> slammed Korean American housemate Helen Kim behind her back, each saying she should serve them some rice. Mm-hmm. Great. And Zimmerman said, I'm going to punch her in the face. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll make her eyes straight. Now, and then another one said that uh, another contestant. She knows that wouldn't actually happen. You don't know that. The swelling, I think, would close the eye. You you don't swell open. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) And actually, that's not true. Some things swell open. But the point is. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. No. So I cannot confirm or deny whether or not you can punch someone into Caucasian. (laughs) I'm going to punch the white right into you. Okay. So they also, 
about an African-American girl. They said she was letting her blackness show. And um, she also said uh, to watch herself because she might not be able to see in the black of a dark alley. So here's the deal, though. That's almost what Paula Dean. So the only reason this shit is coming out is to get people to watch it. This is just a big fucking promo. They're literally putting on the worst people in the world in this right, house, right? Hoping it will get stories in right. which the fucking so probably the is uploading f- to the YouTube was not a viewer, but actually in house. You think it's not a fucking accident? They know exactly what they're doing. Right. They're putting it up so that it would create a big fear, and then people will watch it, right? To see how horror we. This is it. We are at the bottom of our society. We're done. Is we're just fucking animals, right? Set us all on fire. <laughs> Just drop the bomb, whatever you got to do, because we are fucking pigs. It's kind of true. That's it's no fucking true. accident. And people are going to watch it. It's going to oh, get huge ratings. Of course they will. And, they, and we're helping them right now by talking about it. You know what? Tune in to this week uh, on the Holocaust. You're going to watch people die. People would do it. But they have fights before it happens. How, and the hijinks. How long before we are watching some, someone die? On television. Well, if you've seen Anger Management, I think. The Charlie Sheen show? Yeah, you've seen it. I haven't seen it. I heard enough about it from one of the writers to know that it is a horrific television show. It, but here's the thing, Lau. It's, here's the only thing, the only saving grace of it is it's because television is now just the same as the internet. Yeah. There's just a ton of things you can choose from. Yeah. So... There's always going to be that contingent of people that will pick that racism. Somebody's got to do it, and I guess CBS just got on it. I should oh. turn that off. Does that mean our, we're out of power? Um, Greg, we are out of time. All right. It's my wife. Oh, so tonight I'm doing uh, Doug and Karen, the, the dinner podcast they do. Oh, right. <clears throat> but, we, but my wife was, usually picks up Finn at 6 from his school. Mm-hmm. I, because she's busy, I have to pick him up and bring him to the show, and then she's going to come get him right before, from the show, right before the show starts. Right. Why can't it just? Why can't he have dinner with you guys? Like to me, that seems like because a, I think they'll be swearing and maybe some fingering. I'm not sure how Doug's podcast. I don't, wait works. a minute. I'm sorry. What? Like well, I fing- know it's it's called dinner and fingering. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was fingerling potatoes. Oh, uh, you know what? That might be my bad. So you guys have dinner? They make dinner for you? He has a chef come in. And cook from dinner? some fucking restaurant, and he cooks dinner for us and the whole audience. And where is it? It's at Meltdown. Wow, that's where the good cooking happens. That's where all the good cooking happens. Uh, yeah, so that's what the message was. Was I'm picking up Finn from Meltdown, right? So that's crazy, right? Yeah. So I was wondering if I should, do you think I should let him see some of the show? Because he's very curious. He was like, "I want to see where you work. I want to." I mean, he's young is. enough that he won't remember any of it. Well, it depends. Well, it depends how horrific it is. Like, like if 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 I came out with a broadsword and cut <laughs> cut Doug in half, I feel like he'd remember it. Or if somebody shot me, like if someone was in the audience and leapt up and put a bullet. Don't in my give hand. people suggestions. Listen, um, uh, I like the broadsword idea. Yeah, I think we ought to run that up a flagpole and see who salutes. <laughs> because uh, podcasting has gotten a little dull lately, and people are looking for something to happen. I think people were waiting for something to happen, and uh, so maybe that maybe that's what happens next. Is we just there's just sort of a uh, I don't know a mass genocide among podcasters. That'd be weird. Yeah. Right. Needed. Huh? Needed. You know what was on the, a Shark Tank thing the other night, which is something that I that What's I, with you and Shark Tank? I've, I've only rea- I've, I've realized about? this woman made it. This woman this woman came up with the idea for. No, a for more a, a cloth reusable di- diapers. A what? Cloth reusable diapers that you can pull out the insides and then they're clean and then the, the diaper around her. It's a very good idea. They already have those. That's right. She invented it and somebody sat on her. I, somebody did what they were doing with podcasts. Internet trolls. Oh, really? Patent trolls. And five or six different people took her idea. Well, that's fucked up. Isn't that crazy? So why was she on there then? Was she well, was like, she was trying the to she was trying to get someone to invest and help her just bounce back, 
But they're like, well, it's already done. Unless you want to hire a team of lawyers and go crazy and just sue everybody. Because the one guy wanted to do that. He was like, let's get a bunch of people and sue. And she's like, I don't want to be the suing person. I just want my product out there. And then none of them invested because they're like, well, well she should have been the suing person. That's what you do at that point. They fucked you. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Patent trolls. I didn't know that patent trolls were a thing. You like didn't? patent trolls. Yeah, Patton Oswald. Trolls. That's so weird. Patent trolls. Because they're like they're they're smaller than him. Yeah. And funnier. Oh, yeah. Because they're trolls. Only because they're trolls, Patton. Me? Don't take that personally. <sighs> do you want to do one more segment? I guess. So, welcome back to Walk in the Room. Welcome it's back. Room. You can, he's a man and a piranha. Manorana. It is. Record comes so out soon. What, this is coming out on Sunday, and that will be after my family reunion is over. Oh, why, why are you guys having a family reunion? Well, we do one every couple of years. Yeah, I think that should stop. Why? You get Because you guys get it. No, actually, <laughs> you get it. It's, un, it's an understandable thing knowing my dad, but my extended family is great. Are they great? Yeah, yeah. There's no, no, my dad is pretty much the only uh, problem. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, they're really good. They're really good people. Um, so we're having like an extended family uh, thing. Where is that going to be? Uh, up Where in, do you guys get together? Uh, Lacey, Washington, which is uh, about an hour south of Seattle. Right. Uh, near Olympia, right? the state capital. Yeah. Now, in an event like that, does your dad bring a barrel of whiskey? Well, that's what... <laughs> that'd be hilarious if he was just rolling a barrel down the driveway. Let's do this! <laughs> Reunion time! Time to see family! I think he's now moved on to a whiskey IV. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, uh, you now, know... He, now, hang on, does Obamacare cover that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm not sure. Yeah, we have to check it out. Um so yeah, I don't know how it's going to be. Like the the only wild card is my dad. Yeah, it's great. I I have a feeling there's going to be one night of screaming. Oh. <laughs> one night. I don't doubt it. You know what I mean? I don't mean? doubt it. Do you, do you ever have family reunions? No, we don't. We don't, don't have. We don't have. We've never had family reunions. No. Why? Well, because all of my mom's family's divorced, and and all those people are. So nobody knows each. The, Amira's family has family reunions. Yeah. They all get together. Um, they're all kind of intact. Yeah. And uh, and Amira's family's uh, stunning. Her, so is her. So her, is her, my extended yeah, family. My it's... father-in-law and my father and mother-in-law are two of the best people that have ever worn skin. They are really like I really like like they're better than Amira. I think it's weird that you <laughs> separate. <laughs> I think it's weird. you should marry them. I think it's weird that you separate people with skin from people without skin. <laughs> no, but they are people with skin. No, that's why Amira's so cool. That's why she, you know, that's why she's, you know, her parents are are rad and yeah. they're really like they come to your house and they fix things and they make dinner and they I don't know, they're just they're just easy. It's like they they're like the people they show up and then you're like, "Well, they're when they leave, you're bum, they're gone." Yeah. Which is rare for any human being to be like that. Her dad helped me kill a guy who was uh, just That's hanging the around thing the about Bill. Like he's like he's ex CIA, so it's like what do you need done? That's what yeah. he says. He comes over, he changes all your passwords, and then he says, "What do you need done?" <laughs> <laughs> you need me to put a guy down? Yeah, yeah. You want to put, put a guy a, down? It's all. But he's so sweet about it. You don't know that he's going to do that. You well, need he, uh, this Lou guy. You need this happens. guy disappear. A lot of times Bill has to go to church. So that he quotes. <laughs> and then he comes back. Sometimes there's a little splatter on him, but we don't mention it. He just says it's yeah, the yeah. wine. You know what? You get into a groove, you Look, learn the man's, your thing. The man does wet work. Wet work? Wet work is when you kill people. I thought it was when you peed yourself. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know, I saw it in a movie. Are you, have you been thinking that people who pee themselves <laughs> are actually killing people? <laughs> I gotta tell you, I've been going to a lot of the wrong websites lately. <laughs> so no family reunions. No, we don't have a family reunions, which is, I mean, my parents are not, my parents are, my family is not sentimental in a no, way. No, well, my mother's side of the family is just a fucking train wreck of disaster and sadness. So, 
so that side, right. there's no fit. Like, yeah, I mean, there's just there was a lot of divorce and a lot of alcoholism and a lot of death, and and then on and and then a lot of people on Amara's family's side, like they all cousins and uncles and aunts, and they all know each other. And they all stay in touch, and there's like yeah. mass emails and that kind of stuff. I mean, it's pretty cool. We yeah, never that's did how it. Our family is our, my dad's side. Yeah, you literally you would think that there was only the four people in our family growing up. Like it was the only right. thing was just the four of us hanging out together, and and then an occasional trip to when my cousins when all those families were together, it was really fun. But that blew up in the at the end of the seventies. Well, I remember my so my mom's family, my my grandparents were just mean, awful people, just mean fucking people, and she had a brother who was really cool and used to like run moonshine back in the day, but was also a crazy alcoholic and then died of stomach cancer. But, uh, but they, but they had like brothers and sisters that they never talked to. Yeah. And my, my grandfather was adopted. So there was absolutely no idea where he came from. We, we, we figured out he was, he was, uh, the product of a French prostitute. That's all we knew. Who, who was my grandfather? Oh, wow. And okay. then he was given up for adoption. Right. And then he was raised by a woman no, no, no. who you're, was alone you're, on a you're, farm. You're thinking about Mad Men. Oh, shit. This is <laughs> Nope. I'm going to take this all back. I was going to say my grandfather, Don Draper, but now, uh, yep. Nope. That was just a show I watched. <laughs> nope. You know, I had that wrong. It's a good show. So my uncle made meth in an RV. <laughs> right. I know and, that. And <laughs> no, but so, so there's like this, so like half of it's like, you don't know where he came from. And then my my grandmother came from this crazy, drunken, abusive asshole, like mm-hmm. beat the kids, mm-hmm. had a cure for psoriasis. He came up with a cure for psoriasis. What, uh, what is, how do you do that? How do you reverse that process? Psoriasis, is a, it's a skin disease. But of the liver? No, no, psoriasis. Oh, psoriasis. I was thinking of cirrhosis. No, not cirrhosis. Cirrhosis is... You're done. Could, yeah. You, Once you get it, you're done. Your liver just comes it's out. It's on fire. I think it comes out of your can't asshole. Put it out. It comes, it just, well, it just eats itself. And it makes the noise. Bloop. Yep. That's all I know. That's just what I've That's read in the medical yeah. uh, dictionaries. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he actually, so there are all these photos that our family has of people who came for treatment, you know, and then it's all gone and then they're cured. And, you know, thank you letters and you cure me my psoriasis. Psoriasis is not curable today. Do you know why? Why? Because he was such a fucking asshole that he wanted to die being the guy who cured psoriasis and didn't want to pass it on to anyone. He wanted all the credit and he wanted to take it with him to the fucking grave. And they used to have pharmaceutical companies coming to their house all the time and trying to buy it. I'm going to ask you a question that you would ask. Does he know how fame works? <laughs> because as cool as that would be, psoriasis doesn't come up that much to go, that was the guy that created it. And then, like this broadcasting of it on this podcast is as famous as he's ever been for like, do you know what I mean? We've now hit more people than he ever cured. What was his name? Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. Well, we got to look him up. I got to tell you um, something. uh, So his, his, his product was called like neg, negzema or something like that. Negzema. Mm -hmm. And these guys came and visited. Cause it's the, it's the negative of eczema. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. It's negative eczema. I don't think that's what he was thinking at all, but I like it. Well, I, he, again, not that good at being famous. Nope. Not good with the name. So these guys came and visited. And what if he'd called it Smegzema? Do you want some more eczema? Do you want smorosis? What's that? Smorosis. in psoriasis. No. Yeah. No. Smorosis. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you're a new listener, thanks for trying. <laughs> Thank you for trying. Uh, we apologize heartily. Uh, and there will be a, uh, a group suicide at the end of this. So two guys come to visit one day from a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. And they want to buy it. And they offer a lot of money. He sure. tells them, as he always does, to go fuck themselves. Uh-huh. A little while later, a product comes out called Noxema. Come on. Yeah. So they were fucking with him. And Noxema was like, hey, it helps cure. It does this. It does that. My really? My great-grandfather was a piece of shit. Like, I could be, I mean, I could be filthy rich and never have known you. Like, this could be so fucking great. <laughs> this whole ride. You'd, first off, you'd, you'd have been dead. You'd have been a spoiled punk and you would have died. You would have. You don't know had, I would have no, died. You would have had one of those accidental deaths at college. Yeah, like, you would have, yeah, yeah. How, what, what kind of accidental deaths? You know, like you drink the whole whiskey bottle at once or... 
you get hit by something or you die under a rubber float or something like a you rubber float. You would die in what some kind sort of, of what kind of thing am I in that I'm dying in a rubber? What like kind a, of college <laughs> event am I at in which I'm dying over under a rubber float? <laughs> you die, like you just die in a college. Is that like a accident. Greek week thing and I'm under like, a pig? <laughs> exactly. You would have died during Greek week and you weren't even a Greek. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you would have died during Greek week. Yeah, that's fine. No, uh, I'm sure I wouldn't have because if if you're rich, don't you marry better people and then have a better life? Um, All rich people are happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that guy, uh, uh, Hernandez, that signed that $40 million contract to play a tight end for the Patriots. He's doing great. And you know what? $40 million. People are talking a lot of shit about him. Yeah. But at least he was keeping it real. <laughs> I mean, so he shot a guy. So he shot one guy in the face and then he shot another guy and killed him. So what? It's called being true to yourself. <laughs> Look, a lot of people don't live the rap lyrics. And here's the right? thing. Right? I think he's just cleaning he's up. He's the one guy that earned his tattoos. He's not faux tattoo guy. He's tough tattoo guy. Why are we looking negatively at a modern day Charles Bronson? Just <laughs> because when he was in college and he was 17... He walked over to a car with another ball player and shot two guys in the face and killed them. But they didn't shoot the third guy in the back who identified him and then later redacted uh, his name. Is that true? Yep. And he took and and he never and he never testified because he 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 you know he took the, he got a lawyer he so, lawyered up. So what you're telling me not to testify never he, he never. What you're telling me is that he's a gentleman who doesn't take any shit. Here's the thing: don't fuck with him. Right. Or his friends will take you out to a. I don't know. An uh, office I'll, park. I would do an office park and shoot you in the I head. I mean, right? that's the thing. Modern <laughs> modern day crime, modern day gang banging happens in an office park. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't take me to the office park. No, 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 no. What is this, a tech center? I don't want to go to the fucking tech center, man. I don't want to go to the tech center. Why are you taking Come on, man. There's something I can do with it. I won't fucking tell anybody. Don't take me the to the tech center. The amount of bodies that they find in the Silicon Valley every morning. People it's, being executed. It's, it's like when it's like when the snows melt in Minnesota. <laughs> Just bodies everywhere. Every morning, fucking oh tech my center. God. Yeah, shit <laughs> is fucked up. I read a really fascinating article today about a guy named Ch- um, uh, Jason Everman. And Jason Everman has the distinction of uh, this was in the New York Times. He was uh, kicked out of two massive bands. Oh, he was the original. Uh, uh, and only second guitarist in Nirvana. Holy shit, really? Yep, yep. And, I did not uh, know there was... His, I thought his, Nirvana was always intact. Yeah, no, and, and his friend Chad Channing was the original drummer, and he was on the first tour, and by the end of the first tour, they were like, "We this guy is a bummer to hang out with. Like, oh, that was it. I could have met, yeah. And they got rid of him. And they were out. But he never liked Nirvana, and he even said in this article, Nirvana were kind of a grunge joke to everyone in the scene. Ooh. But he got asked to join... Rough. His most favorite band from the scene, Soundgarden. Never heard of because them. Because when Soundgarden made their second record and it was they signed to a major, uh, Hiro Yamamoto, who was their bass player, was like, "I'm not doing this sellout shit. I don't want any of this," and just quit. Yeah, it's good like, call, right? Yeah. So Chad became a member. I mean, Jason became a member of the band, and they toured across the country. And by the time they get to the end of the country, everyone in the band was like, "We got to get this dude out of the band. He's a bummer <laughs> to hang out with." <laughs> Nobody had any problems with his playing. Just a bummer of a dude. So he was in two massive bands for a short time before they became really massive. Yeah. Both those bands have sold millions of his records. He went and joined the special forces. Yeah. And he is, he uh, because in the interview, he's not allowed to talk about it, but he's one of the most accommodated uh, soldiers in really? America. Yeah. So, so, so he's been everywhere. So what he should have always been doing was killing people. Well, it seems like, it seems like, yeah, it seems like he, and even people in, in the special forces are like, yeah, he gets quiet. <laughs> well, you know, you know what he, he says you know, before every kill, you know what he says? Hmm. Fucking Nirvana. <laughs> every one of those, everybody, every Afghani he sees yes. is just Kurt Cobain in a towel. <laughs> well, that guy, yeah, that guy either had to go kill people 
or else he he gets he he gets with a certain age and he's mad. Like the guy who the the Asian guy, would you say Hiro uh, Yamamoto? So that dude left because he didn't want to sell out. Yeah, and then he turns forty five, and if you walk by his house, all you hear is fuck. <laughs> That's all you hear if you walk by his house in Seattle now. Right, right. where he lives without health care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's a genius. All right, let's wrap it up because okay. uh, we barely made it. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, go to a store, merchandise, purchase things. Rainy Monarch Record comes out in September. Uh, the single will be out very soon. Thank you, guys. I'll probably put it up this week. Yeah. The week before it was your fault. This last week it was my fault. Yeah, this week it's going to be everybody's fault. Remember to watch Big Brother if you Murder hate yourself. Your Murder your summers. Um, if you Gl- hate, if you hate yourself, watch Big Brother. Glitter done. Glitter done. Glitter done.